0: Welcome back to the Anything Goes with Jackson Neal podcast here on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and YouTube. And if you're on YouTube, hang on just one second. In about 30 seconds, you'll be seeing this is a video special interview. So if you're not on YouTube, I would recommend to go over there and check it out because there's going to be a video component to this one between me and me and AJ Banksy, the rapper who has joined me on today's episode to discuss his latest EP, It Gets Deeper. He's a lyricist from the South that I'm really looking looking at as someone who I'm really looking forward to hearing new music from. He's originally from Florida, now based out of Atlanta, Georgia, but man, he makes some really, really thought-provoking music and some really awesome songs that I've really been loving to listen to ever since I heard about him. So, Time for my interview with him. If you're not on YouTube, I recommend going over to the platform and checking it out because I did a Skype interview with him so you'd get the video aspect as well. Here's my interview. How's it going?
1: Yeah, it's going pretty good, man. How are you?
0: I'm I'm good. This is my first time doing an interview over a Skype call, so let's see how it
1: goes. Yeah, nah, same, unless it's for, like, jobs and stuff, so. (laughs) Yeah, same, so. All right, so
0: how did your latest EP, It Gets Deeper, come about?
1: Yeah, nah, the EP. Um, so did you did you hear I guess um the EP I dropped before this one, the surface? I listened to a little
0: bit of that one, yeah, but I mainly listen to uh, It Gets Deeper.
1: Okay, yeah, for sure. So It Gets Deeper was um was basically meant to be a continuation of the Surface. So um the Surface came about um basically I had to take a hiatus from music. Um, I was going through a lot of stuff um, with school, jobs, just mentally. I just wasn't, like, really focused on music at the time. So the surface was kind of, like, my um, reemergence, I guess, if you will, as, like, an artist and, you know, basically letting people know, like, hey, I'm still here, still doing the music thing. Um, And so then It Gets Deeper was meant to sort of tell more of that story, kind of, like, going, like, off of the name. Like, It Gets Deeper, like, um, I wanted to just tell more of, like, You know, what was going on with me during that time where I wasn't making music, kind of just like updates on my life, um, like graduating school and stuff like that. So like if you listen to the EP, you get a lot of that um, sort of insight that you wouldn't have gotten with the surface, mainly because it was so short. Um, This was kind of like more of a full EP, more of a full project body of work. Um, So, yeah, that was my goal with it.
0: Yeah, I I get that. Where it's like you're scratching the surface on the first one, and then it gets it gets deeper. So now it's all like making sense to me.
1: No, (laughs) thanks. All
0: right. So and along with the title, it gets deeper. This this EP is very personal. Um, Mm -hmm. What made you want to be so open on this project?
1: Yo, honestly, like I feel like I'm very open, very transparent with like all of my music. And that's kind of that's kinda like a lot of the feedback that I've gotten, just like kinda historically from, from making music. A lot of people will be like, Oh, well, you know, um, you know, people who are really listening to it, they'll be like, Yeah, he's very open. He's very transparent. He just, you know, that's kinda like how he operates. And I just feel like I don't know, music for me has been I don't want to say like an escape because it sounds a little cliche but just like being able to sort of say all the things that you wouldn't say normally like in regular conversation or just being able to open up like on the microphone and it kind of just being like um your time to really like get everything off of your okay music like there's really nothing um that i would ever want to like hold back like you know what I mean like making records or just that's kind of like how how I see it is just very like very uh, a very open very trusting um sort of like process with my audience which is weird because I do talk a lot about a lot of things that I would never say to anyone like face to face so I don't know it it, I don't know yeah (laughs) it's kind of
0: like a place for you where you can just kind of like open up in a way like maybe in a normal life you don't get the chance to I
1: guess Nah, hundred percent. But it's like even with like some of my really close like friends and homies and stuff like that, we've never had some of the conversations that I've shared like on record. So, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting kind of like um thing that goes on with the with the music for sure.
0: That makes me wonder. Um, so when you record your songs, are you by yourself? Because if that that might be a big thing, is like you're talking by yourself into a microphone.
1: Nah, ironically, uh, so I used to record myself like a lot. I used to have my own little setup um, on like my old laptop. I had a a, a condenser microphone. Um, So, yeah, I used to record myself and then send my vocals off to like my homie who does all my mixing and stuff like that. But um, lately, um, I've either I always record with a homie, don't get me wrong. Like, it's never any like a stranger or anything like that. I try to keep it, you know, close to the family as possible. Um, but yeah, no, I, uh, I'm either recording with my homie Apollo, um, or a lot of times my homie Sakima, but yeah, to answer your question, there's, there's generally someone there, but it's all, it's, it's also someone that's like really close to me. So I don't know if that helps like with the comfort level, but yeah. honestly, I don't think it would matter.
0: Okay. Yeah. You just, it's I just like the kind of environment and setting of like recording music just gets you to open up.
1: I think i just owe people that you know what i mean Like, just owe like people to 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 give like the truest representation of myself like in the truest like musical content um that just comes from like from my life i think you know that's kind of what i want to do or be known for like with the music it's just always being you know that open that open book mm-hmm. yeah
0: because like when i was listening to this ep i got to the first track and off right off the bat on the first track you're already talking about you know thoughts of suicide and stuff it's very very deep and I was just like right away i got hit by this this openness and i thought it was it was really cool and grabbed my attention Mm. and why did you want to start
1: the project like that um, That's funny, because, like, my brother, he had the same reaction. Because um, I, like, send people, like, a couple, like, tracks and stuff, like, as I'm working on it. But when I – I don't think I, like, sent him any stuff, like, initially. So, like, when he kind of got – when he listened to the whole thing before it came out, he was like, dang, bro, I'm listening to days, bro. And, like, that's, that, like, it's deep, bro. And, like – but, um, nah, to answer your question, I think, like, with a title, like, it It Gets Deeper, I wanted, like – you know, I-, I wanted you to be kind of, like, overwhelmed with that emotion and that, you know, everything that I was trying to portray with, like, the project itself. I, I really just wanted to, like, start, like, you know, kind of how you're saying, like, ah, oh, man, just, like, smack me, like, with all this, you know. It was s- super real, super deep, super engaging. Um, and it is an attention grabber. Because a lot, like, I don't know, like, well, you don't know because this is kind of our first time, you yeah. know, interacting. But, like, just personality-wise, um, I'm typically, like, a very, um, you know, kind of, I don't want to say, like, happy-go-lucky, but that, like, my persona, like, if you were to meet me, um, very kind of, like, outgoing, um, face value Um like I'm always smiling, I'm always laughing, like things like that. So I don't think for a lot of people, because um, a, a lot of like my close friends, they hit me and they were like, "Are you okay? Like, are you good? Like, because this is like again, like this is a lot of stuff that I kind of like kept bottled up until like this moment of the the tape, and everybody was kind of like, "Oh my god! Like, we had no idea." Um, but I, I wanted it to be like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I did that on purpose I, I definitely wanted to be kind of like an eye-opener even for people who you know feel like they have a good relationship with me to just know you know that the, there's these other things going on or you know
0: mm-hmm. yeah okay. I, when I was first listening to the EP I was in a you know I was in a public place and I had the my earphones on I was writing some emails and. Yeah. You know, because, like, you, you just kind of passively listen for the first time. And I start to hear that, and I stopped what I was doing, and was like, gonna, I was just like, wait, wait, what? And then I just had, to like, rewinded a little bit, listened to it again, and it, was, it did just that. Because I feel like a lot of times when people listen to music, it's kind of passive, whether they're, like, working out, whether they're, you know, studying, walking around, doing anything. They're usually doing something else and listening to music. And yeah. I think when you can have that opening right from the beginning that all of a sudden brings the audience's attention in and so it's not as passive an experience, more active
1: listening to your lyrics. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, this is this is definitely one of those tapes where it's like, you gotta like focus in, like close yourself up like in a room by yourself. Like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. don't have anything else going and really just like listen, honestly. Like it's it's meant to and the order is also important. Like I try to to make it almost like um not chronological, but each separate track i want it to be a story but then like the stories kind of fit together you know like in mm-hmm. days talking about um you know having that impulse to want to crash my car like you know what i mean? as i'm driving and um and then in the very next track in second son it's like i'm speeding speeding, speeding, like on the free so like everything kind of like connects there's like that you know what i mean like yeah. the, it kinda, if kind of really focus in you see the threads that sort of connect like every story to the rest of the stories and it's like a pattern and yeah, I really want people to, like, sort of dig into it, you know? Like, I don't want it to be one of those things, again, where it's, like, you know, just walking down the street or, you know, hanging out with friends, bumping the tape. Like, that's cool. For those of me, like, I want people to listen to it, but I feel like the more you dig into it, like, the more you're going to get out of it, for sure.
0: Yeah, and definitely. That, and it was crazy You just put, like, a thread running through it. That was literally how I was going to describe it written down right here. How I was going to describe, like, a thread kind of running through everything. <laughs> and I, I love tapes that, like, you know, you put... Everything about music you need to be thinking about I think whether it's the lyrics beat selection and even the chronic like the order of a tape And I think I love I love it when artists take that time to really go through everything and think it all out Yeah, yeah for sure So also on this you talk a lot about your your time at Georgia Tech. Can you tell me a little bit about your time there?
1: Oh my god, it was bittersweet, man I think that's like the perfect way to to summarize it. Um, Mainly, I met like a lot of cool people um, being at tech. Um, whether it was music people, whether it's you know people I consider really close homies now. Um, so I think that part of it was like the sort of sweet part of it. Um, I got a lot of introduction to like through the people I met doing music and stuff like that. I got to um, I got to like play some cool shows. We actually opened up for um, I think it was Hoodie Allen. At the, uh, at the Georgia Tech um, homecoming concert, I want to say like 2014 or 2014, 2015, something like that. Um, you know, I played at Masquerade. Um, I've, I've been like around the city, man. So I think, I think if I hadn't come to Atlanta for school, it didn't even necessarily have to be Georgia Tech, but just being in Atlanta um, and being in that sort of music culture and music environment, you know, going to A3C um, a couple years and stuff like that. Um, just being a part of that that culture and that environment definitely impacted me um, as a person and then, you know, in the music as well and just giving me new experiences and new things to sort of, you know, recollect and be able to talk about. Um, but then the the flip side of that is tech is, um, I want to say, like, top five engineering schools, like, in the world. Um, and so along, you know, what comes with that is, is the rigor and the, um, you know, the, difficult, the level of difficulty of a, of a top engineering school. Um, I think my program specifically is, like, number two in the country. So while I was, like, running around trying to do the music thing and try to sort of, like, balance that, like, I was also missing out on a lot of stuff, like, in the classroom, and, you know, and it had an impact on me, mainly when I kind of saw, like, the sort of situation I I was in, I couldn't afford school. I came to school on a scholarship, and that was the only way I was able to even, like, you know, be in the city or, like, be at, at school, you know what I mean? So so when I started, you know, um, struggling in school, I started losing money. Like, I don't know if you heard in the tape, but I talk about losing, like, $80,000 scholarship, and that was my, my first year at Tech, like, the first semester I failed in English class and uh and my like the the scholarship like advisor people they were like yeah they were like we just don't know if we can continue to like fund someone who like clearly shows blah 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 like they gave me this the you know the basically like the this sort of warning thing but i know i I did end up losing that scholarship and it's like looking back it was like dang like i don't know i kind of beat myself up over it for a very long time because it was like yo like all you really had to do was like just focus like a little bit more and, like, things would have been so much easier for you, and I think that's, like, kind of a big part of the tape as well, It's just, like, everything in hindsight, and being, like, man, my life could have went, like, a lot more smooth, a lot, you know, a lot lot of things I kind of brought upon myself, and I'm the type of person where it's, like, I'll beat myself up about things, like, I don't really need other people to, like, sort of critique me, because I critique myself, like, like, really hard, you know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I don't know if you can kind of like hear some of that also in the music, but it took me a very long time to sort of get over some of those like pitfalls and things like that, that I had kind of like, you know, subjected myself to while I was at school. So that was that was definitely big for me. Graduation was big, just like period, being able to like make it out and say that, you know what I mean? Like through everything, like I was still able to to graduate and, and get a degree. That was that was huge for me, like just mentally and stuff.
0: Yeah, I can definitely start to hear that, like, bittersweet kind of stuff where, you know, at the end, it was, you're just glad to have gotten through it, but there was a lot of learning experiences where there was, you know, a, a lot of learning experiences, I guess you could say, outside of the classroom as well. But it yeah. kind of sounds like this this project that give, kind of gave you an opportunity to, like, look back on that time and say, okay, what would I maybe have done a little bit different? And how can yeah. I apply that going forward? Uh, 100%. 100%. Um, another thing that I did a little research on you, yeah. And I heard that you prefer quality over quantity when it comes to um, when it comes to music, and you mm-hmm. call yourself a modern day Homer, that, <laughs> as, as in the philosopher. So can you just tell me a little bit about your philosophy when it comes to music?
1: That's funny. Now the modern day Homer thing actually came from my uh, my brother. He's a. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. He's a communications major, so like a lot of um a lot of times with like if I, if I need like a bio or something like with my press kit, like he'll help me out with that type of stuff. So mm-hmm. that definitely was probably like some of his rhetoric, but that's funny. Um, nah. So um for like the the quality over quantity thing for sure. I'm I guess, so it's kind of like two part. The first thing is um. Like when I listen to other people's music, a lot of times, especially nowadays, like projects are very inflated and they're inflated because of like the way that streaming works and stuff like that and it's like no one really like goes out and buys music anymore like you're hard pressed to find CDs and stuff like that so i feel like because of that Whereas, like, historically, like, people have made albums that sort of, like, fit together and, like, everything has a purpose, you know, whether it's, like, the interludes, the intro, like, everything kind of, like, you know, it's a, even if it's not a story, there's a progression, right? But it's, like, nowadays, like, people just drop, like, 21 tracks and it's, like, you know, you go through and, find, like, pick your, like, 10 favorite tracks, put those in a playlist and you really, like, never listen to the rest of the album again, right? So, it's, like, with my projects... Um, specifically because i put a lot of like effort and time and like thought into them i want them to to be appreciated as such so i would rather give you the 10 or 8 tracks that you're going to listen to regardless like if i were to drop like a 21 track project i want to give you the cream of the crop, but i only want to give you that like there's not going to be like any filler tracks or um or just stuff I, I I don't think is gonna like resonate with people. Is that that kind of like makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean I know how streaming is working. We see yeah. the album track list. get bigger and bigger and bigger, and it's like an hour and a half or hour or over an hour to listen to a, a um, an album. And it was it, it's just too much time. And, like I do the same exact thing, taking the songs and putting it into my playlist.
1: Yeah, 100, everybody just goes through. It's like okay, track two is cool, track seven. All right, I'm a, like, and they people like basically arrange their own albums like out of like you know an inflated you know track list or whatever. So I don't know. I just kind of want my stuff to be um, a little bit more like organic and a little bit more reflective of like the the quality of that projects used to be kind of like in the past. And that's not to say like everyone's like that. There's still artists that put out like incredibly dope projects. Um, I've been listening to. Uh, I don't know if you listen to Joy Perk. I've been listening to Quarter Thing, the project that he's dropped. Oh, my God, phenomenal. Like, all the way through, phenomenal. Um, so there's definitely artists still out there, and I, I, I kind of, like, seek to be one of those, and, and I try to listen to, like, you know, music that is reflective of the music that that I'm trying to make, for sure. Um, but, yeah, and then also, like, the I guess the second part was that, like, me, myself, like, at the current state that I'm in, kind of, like, career-wise, like, if you want to put it like that, I don't think I have the pull to make someone want to listen to, like, an hour's worth of my music. So, like, my kind of, like, philosophy before it was if I can give you, like, the small sort of, like, um, packages, but you really love it, you're going to want more. You know what I mean? So then it's, like, as my fan base and stuff starts to grow, I can sort of look at making, like, you know, a full, um, like, an LP or something like that, like 14 tracks. But for the time being, I would rather, like, really, like, capture the audience with, like, the small sort of... Um, you know projects and releases and stuff that i that i do put out um to sort of like you know make you want more and, and, and stuff like that
0: yeah yeah kind of like almost like supply and demand where if there's too yeah. much supply like people don't want that demand but once you give them just enough and you reach that sweet spot they're gonna be wanting demand and more all the time and hey that's how you get that's how you get a lot of records sold right
1: or like look at frank ocean like he not drop music for like five years and then like Announce a project and the whole world like literally wants to listen, like, you know what I mean? Instead of like dropping a tape, like a 21 track tape, like every like two months, you know? I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I just saw that Blonde has been on the uh, charts for like two years now or something crazy like that. Like, how does that even happen?
1: <laughs> when the music is good, man, it lives on forever. And that's how I want my stuff to be. Like, you know, you can go back three years from now and and bump it gets deeper and you're like, yo, this is still impactful. Like, I can still, you know, relate to this. That's how I want my stuff to be for sure.
0: Well, definitely. So now just moving forward, what are some of your plans, I guess, in the near future?
1: Um. I definitely gotta, I got, I definitely gotta put some shows together, with, whether I'm um, performing, you know, um, in Atlanta or, you know, back in Florida. I really want to take a trip to New York pretty soon, um, to link up with some homies up there and just kind of like peep that scene and get introduced to some people and you know start networking up there. Uh, so I think, I think what's next is like traveling, man, like getting out of the city. Um, I just got to like, find the time to do it and set everything up and, and get it organized. But I definitely want to travel. Um, I definitely want to do some sh- um, some shows in the city and out of the city. Um, I think it would be good for me to go back home as well. I'm, I'm originally from Florida. Um, so I think I, I, I want to go back home and, and do some stuff, whether it's like down south, go, go to um, Broward, Dade, stuff like that, network with people out there. Um, and then more music man more music more videos ultimately just and keep pushing content um, exactly yeah, so
0: <laughs> your new EP It Gets Deeper where can people check that out at?
1: oh man everywhere everywhere your favorite streaming service but if you have Tidal for sure check that out uh, quick Tidal plug they pay the most like per stream for artists so yeah if you, get, if you don't have Tidal get that free trial go stream It Gets Deeper man but it's everywhere Apple Music Spotify uh, SoundCloud everywhere man
0: well, definitely. I'll, I'll get that t- free title subscription and hook you up.
1: <laughs> nah, do that. Put it on a loop, man.
0: <laughs> That's what I'll do. I'll just keep it on a loop throughout my day, and <laughs> we'll, we'll be. I'll get you that. There's that check. So, thank you so much for doing this.
1: All right. Nah, man. I thank you, man. I really appreciate it for sure.
0: A big thank you again to AJ for coming onto the show. Remember, check out his EP, It Gets Deeper. Check out his social media stuff. I have all the links and everything in the description of wherever you're watching or listening to this video on any platform you're on, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, or YouTube. So check that out in the description. Also, follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Neil 20 I have those links as well. That way you can keep up to date as to when I publish this podcast, as well as the Jackson Neil Sports and Music Podcast, which feature interviews with sports and music writers. It's in the same feed as this one. So I'm going to be trying to do more of these video interviews. So definitely check out that YouTube uh, channel for for myself at Jackson Neil, has anything goes to Jackson Neil and the Sports and Music Podcast in there as well. We're trying to do more of these video type interviews, whether it's Skype interviews or in-person ones. So I definitely recommend if you guys could go over there, maybe get another level to these interviews and really, really enjoy the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you all next time.